Support for WABE comes from the Community Foundation for Greater Atlanta. If you love Atlanta, you can invest in the big picture. Learn more at cfgreateratlanta.org. I'm Erlon Woods. I'm Nigel Poor. We're the hosts and creators of Ear Hustle from PRX's Radiotopia. Ear Hustle is a show about life inside prison, but it's not your typical prison podcast. In this next season, we've got stories about the objects people keep inside their prison cells. About residents in a women's prison who say they want to stay there. And the most beautiful prison garden. Erlon, I will never forget it. Ear Hustle. Stories about life on the inside, told by those who live it. Find Ear Hustle wherever you get your podcasts. From WABE in Atlanta, welcome to this Friday edition of Closer Look. I'm Rose Scott. Coming up in just a moment, we're taking your calls for Feedback Friday. Are you ready to ditch the mask? Are you still taking precautions? The number to call, 404-870-0135. Again, that's 404-870-0135. I'll be joined by our WABE health reporter, Sam Whitehead. Feedback Friday gets underway in just a moment. But first this, public health officials are feeling optimistic that those who are not vaccinated will eventually get one of the COVID-19 vaccines. During today's White House COVID-19 press briefing, U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy talked about initiatives to get more Americans vaccinated. The recent data from the CDC involving a survey of over 14,000 people showed that more than 70 percent of Americans are vaccinated, planning to get vaccinated or likely to get vaccinated. And while a portion of the unvaccinated population do have questions about the vaccine and while we are going to continue to mobilize trusted messengers through our COVID-19 community core to help answer these questions. The truth is that overall vaccine confidence in the country remains high. That is good news. Now here in Georgia, they're still hovering around that 30 percent fully vaccinated mark. We'll talk more about that later in just a moment. But in other news, U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg will be in the Atlanta area today. Now he'll be joined by Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms and Senators John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. While in Atlanta, the secretary is scheduled to visit Hartsville-Jackson and take a walking tour of the city of East Point to highlight transit opportunities. Also in other news, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp says teaching critical race theory has no place in the state's public school curriculum. Now, critical race theory and the 1619 Project focus on how historical inequities and racism continue to shape American society. Republicans in a number of states, including Georgia, where it's not being taught, have called it anti-American, saying it rewrites history. The curriculum and the 1619 Project reemerged in the news cycle of late after its creator, Nicole Hannah-Jones, did not get tenure at the University of North Carolina, a move some critics have called political. Now, a spokesman for the governor called Kemp's announcement a preventative measure. Feedback Friday is coming up next. The question, are you ready to toss away your mask? Let's talk about it. 404-870-0135. Again, 404-870-0135. We're back in a moment. This is Closer Look. And 
Closer Look continues now here on 90.1 WABE. This is Atlanta's Choice for NPR. As always, I'm Rose Scott. Exactly one year ago on this day, on this day, on this very program, we focused on the coronavirus and the Hispanic community in Hall County. And at that time, I remember saying, I know because I looked it up, there were just over 40,000 confirmed COVID-19 cases in Georgia and more than 1,700 deaths. My, what a year makes. Now, the focus is on getting more Georgians vaccinated, and that includes those as young as 12 years of age to help protect against COVID-19. And then there's this. If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing the things that you had stopped doing because of the pandemic. We have all longed for this moment when we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Wow. So will you ditch the mask? Why or why not? Let's talk about it. 404-870-0135. That's 404-870-0135. We're taking your calls for this edition of Closer Looks Feedback Friday. And joining me now and making his debut on Feedback Friday, WAB health reporter and host of the podcast, Did You Wash Your Hands? Sam Whitehead. Sam, you are only the second in-studio guest I've had in over a year. I'm honored to be here with you today, Rose. Thank you so, so much for having me. Uh, let's see. Let's get Sam's mic going. Yeah. Hey, hello, hello. So I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and take some calls while we get things worked out with Sam. Well, y'all got a lot to say. So let's start with, I'm going to go with Felicia from Sandy Springs. Felicia, thanks for calling. Hi. How are you? You Have you ditched the mask? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still wearing my mask pretty consistently. <laughs> Why? Well, well, first, I'm a healthcare professional. I'm actually a brand new physician. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of my patients, I just prefer to, to wear a mask, you know, just to be more weary in that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on a personal level, I haven't actually had any illness or common cold since the pandemic started. And I kind of want to keep it that way. So... Like the master helpful, <laughs> isn't it interesting, Felicia? That a lot of folks I've talked to have said, You know what, Rose? I haven't had any colds, I haven't had any sniffles. Maybe we should have all been practicing better sanitizing <laughs> measures before right. this. And I still do that, you know, I'm still washing my hands every time, every chance I get. And so, I guess that's a good thing. Let me ask you this though when will you, and I know with your job, but as far as when you're out doing your personal errands, what have you, when will you make the decision to maybe ditch the mask? I'm not sure if I ever will, you know, at at least indoors, you know, outside I've gotten a little bit more comfortable just if I'm, if I have space to take my mask off, but indoors, I don't know when I'll be comfortable. And I personally, I kind of like the incognito aspect of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me. How many masks do you have, Felicia? Do you have some fancy ones? Um, I have a couple cloth ones from, from school and then I just, I have the disposable masks that everyone wears. I don't think I, I have maybe three cloths and then I just continue to buy more of the disposable ones. All right. Well, Felicia, we appreciate you calling in and being part of the conversation. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. All right. Well, Sam, you heard Felicia. Now she's a healthcare worker and she sure. said, you know, but I still, I'm not ready to, not ready to ditch the mask. Uh, 
What do you make of that? I mean, I think it is important to note here that with this new guidance from the CDC for fully vaccinated people, there are some places where the agency is still asking people to wear masks. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to fly anywhere anytime soon, it's likely you're still going to have to wear a mask as you're walking through the airport when you get on an airplane. My sense, too, is that the agency is going to leave this up to healthcare systems and to be able to kind of control their domains. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see hospitals, doctor's mm -hmm. offices, those kinds of spaces have some kind of mask requirement uh, into the future. And, you know, Felicia said something, too, which I'm really interested in because, you know, I know people who are teachers who have experienced the same thing that Felicia has. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, kept them from getting sick in a way they normally would during the school year being around all these kids. And I have to think that that's some kind of a, a lesson that a lot of folks are going to take into the future that come next flu season, if you don't want to get sick, maybe pull your mask out of your drawer if you haven't been wearing it all summer. I have not had one sniffle since last February. <laughs> I mean, it works. And, you know, it's it's it. There are parts of the world where it's just much more normalized when you're in big crowds of people to mm -hmm. wear a mask to protect yourself and as a sign of respect to others. And, you know, certainly in this country, we've seen, you know, these little pieces of cloth become very polarizing. Um, but, you know, I think there is some public health benefit to just thinking about, you know, it, it can interrupt your work if you get sick. It could, you know, you could set off a, a flu outbreak in our, you know, tiny little newsroom downstairs. So, oh. you know, why not do, uh, you know, do everyone that little courtesy and wear a mask? Well, let's head to Virginia Highlands and talk to Cardin. Cardin, thanks for taking the time. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Are you ready to ditch, ditch the mask? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's two no's, Sam. <laughs> really? I'm, uh, I'm fully vaccinated, but I have small kids at home mm -hmm. and... Um, you know, there were plenty of people here who didn't want to wear a mask even before there was a vaccine. So I don't trust that just because someone out there doesn't have a mask on means that they're vaccinated. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to bring it home to my kids. I understand it. Sam, you got a question for Yeah, Gordon? and Cardin, I'm, I'm just curious, as, as a parent with, with children who I'm assuming are too young to actually get vaccinated at this point? Yes. Um, how are you handling masking for them? They wear masks. My son is in pre-K. Um, and they wear masks at school, so he's used to it. And then the baby's a baby, so <laughs> she doesn't really go many places or do much right oh. now. Well, Cardin, how are you feeling, though, before I let you go? How are you feeling, though, overall? At what point will you make the decision that uh, maybe it's time to at least put the mask away for, for a time? I feel like when numbers, you know, the percentage of people vaccinated in Georgia is better, that will do something to kind of make me feel more comfortable. Um, I'm fine going maskless around my friends who mm -hmm. I know have been vaccinated, but just out in the general public, indoors, um, it might be a little, a little while. Well, we certainly understand that. Cardin, thanks so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Let's head out to McDonough and talk to Nancy. Nancy, thanks for taking the time to call us. Thank you. Uh, you know the question, have you ditched the mask? Will you ditch the mask? Um, no, no, I'm, I'm with, uh, I'm with everybody else. I'm really comfortable with my mask. Me too. I have not been sick. Um, so I'm, I'm way happy. And, and furthermore, I mean, we've been vaccinated. My husband and I have been vaccinated, but they honestly don't know how long, um, how long the, you know, if, if you're going to have a fall off and if, Mm -hmm. When is the right time to have a um, booster shot? And I'm not interested. I, 
I'm not interested in getting the coronavirus. For my husband, I, uh, he's in a higher-risk group. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're both in high-risk group. So, um, But I'm going to do everything I can not to get it. So mm-hmm. I'm happy wearing a mask. It, I feel comfortable about taking the mask off if I'm with people, other people that are close to me have been vaccinated. I'll, I will take it off in that in that situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, no, no, ma'am. And, and I also wanted to let you know how much I appreciate your program. I, I really enjoy listening to you. I, I uh, listen to you every day on the drive into work. Well, I appreciate that. And thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of this conversation. That's what it's all about. Take care, Nancy. Best to you and your husband. Let's head up to Cobb County and talk to Jamie. Jamie, thanks for taking the time. Jamie, you with us? We'll come back to Jamie. Let's head out to Roswell and talk to Owen. Owen, you with us? I am. How you doing, Rose? I'm doing all right, Owen. You act like you know me, Owen, like we've been friends for 20 years. You know, I feel I feel like I have known you for some time, Rose, just listening to your show all the time. So I appreciate thank you for, that. Uh, thank you for what you've been doing for Atlanta here, and uh, it's, it's always good to, to listen to your opinion on things and to get your, your questions. You have some great questions. Well, I appreciate that. Well, here's a question for you, Owen. Are you going to ditch the mask? Are you still taking precautions? So I work for a connected fitness company here in Atlanta, and um, we've been talking about this for a while, and one of the biggest things for us, is, you know, even if we do ditch the mask, there's all these other variants out there, uh, especially, you know, with what's going on in India right now. And, uh, you know, there's, there's variants in Brazil that we've been hearing about. So uh, we're talking about reopening our office in the next couple of months. And it's, it's a big question for us as to, you know, even with the CDC's recommendation, are there still risks out there that we don't know yet? Mm-hmm. Well, Owen, I don't want to get you in trouble, but how do you feel about the office opening back up? Um, you know, it's something that, you know, we broke work remote now for a year, a little over a year, obviously, like everyone else. But um, it's something that, um, you know, it's, it's really, there's, there's something irreplaceable about meeting in person and being with your coworkers and uh, even just sharing a laugh and, and building that rapport with your teammates that you don't get working at home mm-hmm. and or that's very difficult to replicate at the very least so uh, I'm kind of excited about it you know we get to have a lot more hands-on time with our product and um, just you know even talking with people you wouldn't normally connect with on Slack or um, you know teams or something like that so I definitely understand that Owen and, and my goodness if I had a dollar for every Zoom Teams Slack notification meeting I'd have a Bentley sitting out in the WABE parking lot. Owen, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Sam, you know what? That's going to be a a big decision for a lot of, you know, employers in terms of, you know, bringing folks back in. Do you mandate that? Uh, Let me get the number out again real quickly. 404-870-0135. Again, 404-870-0135. Closer Looks Feedback Friday. And the question is, Will you ditch the mask? Why or why not? Before I get to Meredith and Jamie, Sam, there has been some concerns about what employers are going to do and what rights employees have. You talk to health professionals all the time. What are you hearing? 
You know, um, I think we can get into the weeds a little bit here. My general sense is that as time goes on and these uh, vaccines get essentially more and more support from federal regulators, that it will potentially be easier for uh, workplaces and employers to mandate vaccinations. So it's important to remember that all of the vaccines for COVID-19 that are currently available have been something called emergency use authorized. So Mm. in the context of this public health emergency, the FDA has this kind of lower bar and they'll say, okay, well, in this context, in this all hands on deck emergency situation, we'll let this thing start going into arms. FDA is already looking at approving these vaccines, which normally has to happen before you get one. So I think that's going to be a really important step. Um, and, and something else a caller mentioned, which, you know, I think is is part of the, the challenge here with this mass guidance from CDC is, you know, it's unless you ask, it's hard to know who's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is going to create a bunch of really uncomfortable interpersonal situations where all of a sudden you're going to find out that, you know, someone you thought you knew very well maybe has a different perspective on vaccines. Uh, and- you're at the coffee pot and someone says, hey, how you doing? And how are the kids? Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Well, and, you know, and it's 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 going to I think it, it changes the way that you enter into public spaces with lots of people, too, because it's not like, you know, the U.S. has any kind of way to verify or publicly show and, you know, show anyone else that you're around that you're vaccinated. So I think that those are challenges going forward. All right. Let's head out to Woodstock and talk to Mer- Meredith. Meredith, thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having me. So here's a question. Will you ditch the mask? Have you already ditched the mask? Why or why not? I have not. Um, I work in the film industry, Mm. and they require a negative COVID test to be on set. So until that requirement uh, is eliminated, I will continue to mask. I have been fully vaccinated, but there's always the chance that I could be around someone who isn't. I could, you know, be one of those five percenters who contracts it is asymptomatic. But I would test positive, and then I wouldn't be able to work. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point, Sam. You want to jump in here? Yeah, and Meredith, I'm just curious. Is so? Is your employer providing that uh, providing that COVID test, or is that something that you have to go and get on your own? Typically, employer provided. Yeah, I mean, I asked because I think that this is potentially going to get to you know some kind of equity issues down the road. That sounds great, Meredith. I'm very happy for you, but I can imagine there are lots of folks who either don't have that kind of resource with their employer, um, or you know the burden falls on them to go sit in the CVS parking lot for a few hours to get a rapid test. Right, right. <laughs> I've really had no issues getting tested at the health department, but I know people have. Meredith, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you working on any um, movies that you can tell us about <laughs> that are coming out? <laughs> <laughs> There's one in its final season, but um, other than that, no. Meredith, that's not giving me much, but I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Meredith. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's head out to Atlanta and talk to Jamie. Jamie, thanks for taking the time. Turn your radio down a little bit for me. Jamie, can you hear me? Yes, I am hearing you. Jamie, have you, will you ditch the mask? No, I don't. I won't do that until I know that everyone really based on the fact and the, uh, the factual document uh, has, has been vaccinated. I hope that we have a mandatory vaccination because we have lost a lot of people, the highest number of people mm-hmm. lost in this country. And especially now the research is showing 3-4% of those who have already been vaccinated got exposed again. Therefore, it is extremely important that everyone gets vaccinated, then we can go back to our regular life. I will wear masks, and I don't go to indoor places at all. I go in anywhere where I know they have a good 
ventilation system. I am a healthcare provider myself, mm-hmm. and I do know how dangerous airborne uh, microorganisms are. We have to take it seriously, and we have to separate that from politics and respect uh, people who are our healthcare providers. Anyone in any areas where they deal with our body fluids must be respected, and I hope, based on what the other gentleman mentioned, uh, we get the federal regulators make the vaccination uh, mandatory, mask mandatory, uh, and also the testing at workplaces, schools, until everyone can be clean from this, such a very, very dangerous virus, which has a very different protein where it resists very badly in in our environment. So we really, and we are very lucky that we do have a government now that provides for us mm-hmm. vaccinations. We have a lot of people from different countries don't have access to vaccination. So what true. are we complaining about? What, yeah. Why are we not working together as Americans? Because we are all in it. And Jamie, you bring up a very good point. Thank you so much for taking time. I really appreciate it. Sam, before we go out to Henry County and talk to Cecilia, you know, Jamie talked about here in this nation, you know, Mm -hmm. folks have access to it. Everyone has to make their own decision. Now there is a push to get those who are hesitant to get the vaccination. And they've been focusing on uh, white male, as they call it, a white male Republican population, the rural population. How is that going here in the state of Georgia? You know, we had the campaign, but now they're relying on primary care physicians and folks who are in the community to relay the message of of the importance of getting a vaccination. Yeah, that's a great question. And there's there's so much in there that we could talk about. But I I think it's important just for our listeners to understand that we're kind of entering a new phase of the vaccination process. Mm -hmm. Right. This is something I talked with the director of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Uh, We spoke about it yesterday. She was up in northwest Georgia at a clinic there. You know, gone are the days when, you know, thousands of people are going to show up at a big mass vaccination site, really, you know, breaking down the door to get in. What's really going to happen is you're going to have, you know, smaller community outreach events, you know, say Fulton County has a vaccination bus. They've been sending around Mm -hmm. to churches. They send it out to the Mexican consulate, you know, getting 30 shots in an arm or, you know, someone having a one on one conversation with their doctor who they trust. And the doctor can say, you know, once they convince someone who's on the fence can have, you know, can run next door and get you know, get the shot and get the jab done. You know, and Dr. Walensky said, you know, it's important to see those as successes mm-hmm. as well, not just kind of, you know, volume, but getting those, you know, getting every every other shot, every additional shot in, in every additional arm is, is a win. We're taking your calls on this edition of Feedback Friday. This is Closer Look. I'm Rose Scott. I'm joined today by our WABE health reporter and host of the podcast, Did You Wash Your Hands, Sam Whitehead. The question is, will you ditch the mask? Why or why not? Let's talk about it. 404-870-0135. Again, 404-870-0135. Let's head out to Henry County and talk to Cecilia. Cecilia, thanks for taking the time. Hello. Hello. And- Thank you, Miss Scott. I listen to your program every single day. You don't have anything better to do, Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got some better things to do. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, have you ditched the mask? No, I haven't completely. Um, I haven't been vaccinated yet, but I'm about to. If I'm outside and I notice that everyone isn't wearing it, 
I'll try to be, I'll have my Southern politeness come through, and I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, so I won't wear it if I'm outside. But if I go inside, I'm going to wear it just because I kind of feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I never really had much of a problem wearing them. I did a class right before it all started. I did cosmetology. and We used to have to wear them for bleaching, so I was already kind of used to it before we even started. So um, if you don't mind me asking, you, you said you have not been fully vaccinated or you're, you're going to get vaccinated? I want to be clear that. I'm going to get vaccinated. Okay. I haven't yet, but I'm scheduling my appointment today, actually. Okay. Are you are you nervous? Are you excited? Do you feel like there's going to be a sense of relief here once you get once you become fully vaccinated? Well, I was nervous at first, but then all my grandparents got it and they were doing just fine. And my parents got it and they were doing just fine. So I just thought I might as well. Um, I've never been anti-vaccine or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this shouldn't be too much different from anything else. All right. Well, Cecilia, thank you so much for taking the time and giving us your opinion. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You have a good day. You too now. Charlotte, GW, Yoletta, and Valma, hang with me. We're coming back in just a moment. This is Closer Look. It's Feedback Friday, our question of the day. Will you ditch the mask? Why or why not? Our number is 404-870-0135. We're back in a moment. And Closer Look continues now here on 90.1 WABE. This is Atlanta's Choice for NPR. As always, I'm Rose Scott, and I'm joined this hour for Closer Look's Feedback Friday by Sam Whitehead. He is our WABE health reporter and host of the podcast, Did You Wash Your Hands? Well, Sam, you're going to change that to, do you still have your mask? (laughs) You know, Rose, the number of uh, emails I've gotten from listeners over the course of the pandemic who have uh, kind of argued that the title of the podcast is no longer the best guidance from CDC. (laughs) I've I've gotten a few of those. Um, Folks, we already have our branding kind of locked in, so I think we're going to stick with it for a while. And that is that is available wherever you get podcasts. I think we just hit publish on our like 150th episode, our sesquicentennial episode. So there's lots to lots to go back and listen to. Congratulations on that. The number is 404-870-0135. Let's talk to some folks. Sam, how about Charlotte calling from McDonough? Charlotte, thanks for holding. Yes. Have you dis- ditched that mask, Charlotte? What are you doing out there in McDonough? No, ma'am. I'm not ditching that mask yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I, I'm fully vaccinated, but at my job, there are certain people who, who are not mm-hmm. vaccinated. Now, they do wear their mask. Even though our company has uh, went by the CDC rules and said that you, you know, don't have to, but I'm wearing mine because I feel like I could disadvantage them. All right, Charlotte, I definitely understand yeah. that. Yeah, let yeah. me ask you this though, Charlotte: What will it take for you to maybe put the mask away? Will you gonna wait till the end of the year, or you just gonna no, keep? I really want uh, the numbers to come up on people who are vaccinated and mm-hmm. the numbers to go down on the people who are getting or have, uh, you know, the virus. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Charlotte, thank you so much for taking the time. Let's head out to Forsyth County and talk to GW. Oh, GW, yeah. thanks for taking the time. Yes, Rose. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? 
Uh, triumphant and victorious. Thank you. Listen, I highly appreciate your show. You and your staff, y'all do a magnificent job. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. GW, yeah. let me ask you, um, you still wearing your mask? Without question. I'm wearing two masks. <laughs> Matter of fact. <laughs> GW, you say, look, there's no way, right, GW? Uh-uh. uh-uh. I'm going to say a couple of things. Number one, if you look at YouTube and go on there and look at the uh, pandemic that happened in 1918, Mm-hmm. We're on the brink of making some of the same mistakes they made back then by going back too soon. And number two, I don't see the reason vaccinated or not with the things going on as it is. The U.K. is opening up for tourist attractions. People are taking more flights. We're creating the same continuity of transfer only on a limited basis that happened back in 1918. So, it's crazy. So, GW, crazy. GW, let me ask you this before I let you go. You think that we will see another spike, if not in this nation, but just around the world in general? Is that what you you have a concern about that? I'm very, very, very much concerned. I hope not. I hope I'm as wrong as two left shoes, but I'm very concerned about it. Very. All right. Well, GW, we appreciate it. You take care of yourself. You know, Sam, a lot of people have said that, you know, when the CDC made this announcement, uh, you know, for fully vaccinated folks that they didn't have to wear the mask, some folks said, well, is it too soon? And it came kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I just a, something, you know, it's it's not about seeing more spikes. I mean, we can we're seeing outbreaks in parts of the world right now that are just getting hit exceptionally hard. Mm-hmm. You know, India has gotten a lot of attention. There's Brazil. I think, yeah, growing attention on Africa and how the you know coronavirus is going to affect uh, countries there. So, you know, we're, we're seeing still lots of activity and this is certainly a global pandemic. You know, I, we have had uh, both the president, uh, the CDC director and, you know, other folks that I have talked to with at the uh, agency who have expressed concern that especially in places where there is lower vaccine coverage, that those places are going to be susceptible to future outbreaks. You know, Mm -hmm. here in Georgia, we only have about 31 percent of folks who are fully vaccinated. So that's two weeks after you complete a regimen. And that is compared to other states that have upwards of, you know, 50 percent of their populations Mm -hmm. fully vaccinated. And so, you know, I think going forward, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that we could see more localized outbreaks, nothing on a pandemic scale, but, you know, parts of the country, even parts of specific states that have lower vaccine coverage still being really exposed. And it also makes you wonder as we go out to Swanee to talk to Yoletta, it it makes you wonder that because of Georgia's overall vaccination rate is so low Mm -hmm. that maybe that's why a lot of our calls are saying, you know what, I need for those numbers in the state to be a little bit higher as well. Yoletta, thanks for taking the time. Hi, Rose. Hi. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for calling. Uh, let me ask you this. Where's your mask right now? Uh, right. Well, I'm driving home right now. My mask is right next to me. I just came from work. I'm a healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. I am vaccinated, but I will not take my mask off unless I know the people that I'm, I'm with. It's my family or my friends that are fully vaccinated. I will not get rid of that mask until I am certain. Um, there's new variances over there that, you know, it, it, it's a risk. It's and a I'm risk. not willing to take that risk. Let me ask you, is there a, you, you work in a healthcare field, is there a, a number or percentage that you're looking in terms of fully vaccinated folks that might lead you to, you know, maybe ditch the mask a little bit sooner? Or are you just going to give yourself a, a, a timeline like the end of the year or something like that? Well, yes. If, for example, let's say at some people said 50, me, I'm going further, 70%. Then I probably will not, you know, wear my mask. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, I am not, 
I don't feel safe. You mean 70% in the nation or 70% in Georgia? In Georgia. Well, you got a long way. I, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. I know, right? <laughs> but, That's right. Because right now we're just at 30, 31%. I, I know. I heard. I heard the stats. So it's, it's really sad, you know. And then the people who are wearing the mask, listen, I have patients mm-hmm. who vaccinated who just came back with COVID again. Mm. They're not that sick, you know, because I've seen it. I have seen so many deaths. And I'm saying, you know, I'm in the healthcare field. And it is devastating, and I don't want this to happen yeah. to anybody else. It is scary. I understand yeah. that. And Yoletta, we thank you and all the other healthcare workers who have been working so hard this past year. Thank you so much. Take care now. Wow, you heard what the Yoletta said. Do you think Georgia will ever reach 70%, Sam? Well, I mean, I think it's important to understand that vaccination is only one piece of the immunity pie, right? Like, we are still learning a lot about how natural infection gives you some kind of immune protection down the road, but it is some kind of immune protection down the road, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that it's great to have these numbers in mind as kind of benchmarks, but that doesn't really create the full picture of how uh, immune protected a community could be, sure. right? Because there are lots of people who have gotten sick and don't know about it. This is a disease that, or a virus that spreads asymptomatically. And there are lots of people who have gotten sick and recovered, right? Mm-hmm. So those those folks do have some kind of immune protection. And just to, you know, that caller's concern about breakthrough infections, kind of people who have gotten vaccinated and, and still potentially get sick. What we're seeing is that even people who say come down with COVID uh, after getting a vaccine um, generally do fare better than folks who have no vaccine coverage Mm -hmm. at all. So, Mm -hmm. you know, no vaccine is 100 percent effective. I think it's important for people to keep in mind that each flu season, if they do get a flu vaccine. When you said no vaccine is 100 percent effective. Effective? Yeah, I mean, okay. not not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, at, at at preventing you from sure. from, from from getting sick, um, or, or or from getting infected, and you know, it's it's these vaccines are so much more effective than say the flu vaccine, which sure. every year is maybe on a good year sixty percent effective, mm-hmm. right? So it's interesting to me to hear how kind of we. Everyone now has become a lot more aware of risk. I think the risk of spreading a disease and say we are every flu season where no one's like, well, I'm going to wear a mask because this flu shot's only 60 percent. Right. Only giving me 60 (laughs) percent protection. Certainly COVID is not the flu. And I'm not trying to make that comparison. But it's just, you know, there are ways that I think this pandemic has changed how we're all thinking about risk. All right. Let's head out to Dunwoody. I hope I said this correctly. Is it Valmai? Yes, this is Val. Val Mickey. Val Mickey, how are you? Very good, thank you. How are you? Doing fine. Let me ask you this. Uh, will you ditch the mask or are you going to keep it for a while? I am keeping it for a while. <laughs> Why? Yes, uh, for multiple reasons. One is uh, definitely in the last one year since I started putting on the mask, I have not had even a sniffle, no cough, no cold, no fever. So obviously it's helpful, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I don't know, while I am vaccinated, my family, everyone is vaccinated. When I go out, I don't know how many people are not vaccinated and not wearing a mask. And uh, with all the variants going around, I don't want to take a risk. And mm-hmm. number three, uh, once I was playing uh, tennis uh, a few, a couple of months back out in the open with no mask, and there was somebody standing with the sun behind him and was talking to me. I was stunned to see the amount of spit that he was putting out when he was talking. Mm, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was literally a shower coming out of his mouth. I'm sure I'm doing the same thing too, you yeah. know, when I'm talking. So so definitely when I'm cooking, 
uh, when I'm uh, near people, uh, definitely indoors, I want to make sure I protect myself and others. So I think it's here to stay at least for the near future. <laughs> All right. Valmiki, thank you so much for taking time. I really appreciate it. Let's head out to Atlanta and talk to Paul. Paul, thanks for taking the time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Thank you for holding. Paul, uh, what are you doing with your mask? You got it? Are you still hanging on to it? I do not have it. I have abandoned my mask, and I'm mask-free, and I'm uh, happy to have my face exposed and shown to everyone. Paul, you are the first caller. If I had a T-shirt, I'd send it to you. <laughs> you are the first caller to say, I have ditched the mask, and it's not coming back. Now, you feel that? You feel confident? You you ready to roll with that, huh? I do feel confident. I believe that I've had covid I've had the vaccines, my family's had the vaccines, and we are happy to be mask-free. So, and, and encourage everyone else to take the to get the vaccines as well. Let me ask you, Spawn, but do you have any concerns if you're around people that you just don't know if they're vaccinated or not? Do you have any concerns? I'm just. I, I mean, I'm not going to lean into people, mm-hmm. but but you know, having a, a reasonable distance and, and engaging with people, I think, is really important. So, you know, I'm, I'm all for kind of getting back together and, and being social as we're meant to be, you know, as humans, we're social. And I really encourage people to do that as, again. All right. Paul from Atlanta, thank you so much for taking the time. Melissa, also from Atlanta, thank you for holding. Yeah. Hey, Melissa, turn your radio down a little bit for me. Uh, your, Paul just said he's fine with the mask, no longer needing the mask. What about you? I have not ditched the mask. I'm involved in the pharmaceutical industry and healthcare, hmm. and I am going to wear it for a long time. I think that Japan is an example to us before COVID that we saw people during flu season, during many parts of the year, that when you're in close contact with people, we protect ourselves, but most importantly, people in the community. And I'd really like to encourage people that, like I think Val said, we can see people um, with with fit as they are talking to us yeah. if the sun's in the right direction and i think it's real important that we see that this is not the first of the pandemics of this century and um therefore i'm going to encourage people to continue to to wear that mask all right melissa thanks so much before we go to break i'm going to bring in helen from midtown helen thanks for holding helen. good afternoon hey helen um have you ditched your mask no i have not but why? What's your way known? Well, the, the thing about it is that I um, feel when I put out my clothes, I put my mask um, with it. So it's part of my everyday clothing. And the day I have to do that, it will be like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. In addition, <laughs> I have invested in the most beautiful of masks with sequins <laughs> and polka dots and So they've become a part of your wardrobe. Yes. (laughs) Um, It it matches my colors of my clothes and everything. And what will I do with all of that? Not only that, I feel so very comfortable wearing it. It's like it's no problem for me. And um, I could keep wearing it as long as I possibly um, can. Um, And as, as your listener said, when we get an idea of more people are um, vaccinated mm-hmm. compared to the, the low amount of 30-something percent. 
um, I might consider it. But for right now, I just can't. Uh, you're not alone, Helen from Midtown. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. We've got Joey and Hannah. Hang with me. We'll get to you on the other side of this break. You're listening to 90.1 WABE. This is Closer Look. I'm Rose Scott. And Closer Look continues now here on 90.1 WABE. As always, I'm Rose Scott, and I'm joined by Sam Whitehead. I'm joined with Sam Whitehead. Of course, he is our WABE health reporter, and, of course, this is our Feedback Friday. Sam, you enjoying Feedback Friday? It's your debut. It is so great to be here. I'm so excited to hear. Normally, I've got to you know go out in the world and do a lot of groundwork to hear what people think about something, but here they just call in and tell you. <laughs> Before we get to uh, Hannah and Joy, what's been your takeaway so far with the listeners? I mean, I was I was I've been interested, honestly, to hear how many people are going to keep their masks on. You know, I I think that this is something that I am thinking a lot about. You know, I will say I am fully vaccinated at this point, two weeks after my uh, regimen is complete. And there are some settings where I feel very comfortable to be unmasked. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had a lot of callers talk about really being aware of everyone else's vaccination status around you and how that seems to be a setting where people feel comfortable. It's been the same for me. Uh, But there are still some places where I certainly, you know, I'm not going to go up to everyone in the DeKalb Farmers market and ask their vaccination status. And so in those settings, I'm still wearing a mask. You know, I I think for you've kind of asked people over the course of this hour, what's going to be the moment? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be a moment. You know, I've talked to people about how this pandemic is going to end. And the the analogy I get a lot is it's not going to be so much a switch that flips, but it's going to be like a faucet that slowly turns off. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I am really curious whether, you know, the common person is going to have a moment where they remember even the last time they wore a mask and kind of why that was. Yeah, and so that is the question. Will you ditch the mask? Why or why not? Our number is 404-870-0135. Again, 404-870-0135. Let's head up to Dunwoody and talk to Hannah. Hannah, thanks for holding. Hi. Hi. Um. I, uh, I wanted to say I've been actually really excited about losing the mask, and um, I am fully vaccinated, have been, my husband and the whole family has been for a while now, so I feel uh, I feel nervous when I take it also, and I feel like people stare at me and think maybe I'm like an anti-vaxxer and just out there, but I've been really ready to let it go, so uh, I'm in, kind of in between. I wear it when it's socially mm-hmm. needed, but I don't when I have that opportunity. Do you... We, when you're around people and you said you don't, you're not wearing it. You wonder if people are making all these uh, these generalizations about you. Do you keep your mask mm-hmm. handy just in case? Oh no, I got it right here. <laughs> yeah, it's in my purse. My kids are in their my purse. Like it's right there. And, and you know, of course, I look at all the signs when I went into a place. Mm-hmm. Like the grocery store still says wear your mask, and I wear it. But I I am very ready, and I have a lot of friends who are not ready, and I understand. But I've been people have said that. Hannah and Dunwoody, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Let's head up to Doraville and talk to Joey. Joey, thanks for holding. Hi, Rose. Thanks for having me. Uh, Where's your mask right now, Joey? Uh, My mask is actually in the car. (laughs) Okay. Have you, it's there for when you need it. You haven't exactly ditched the mask, right? Uh, Well, I have a, I wanted to give a saying that I've partially ditched it. 
Um, I pretty much do not wear my mask when I'm outdoors now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have it in the car for when I walk into any location. Uh, but I will also admit that uh, because the locations I'm walking into are either with some very liberal friends so that we are all vaccinated or some very conservative friends, maybe players, which mostly walk around unmasked the entire time after two hours. It feels kind of pointless. Really? So I have actually mostly ditched the mask except for um, I will never take them off completely because um, I do admit coming from a place of privilege, um, I had the funds to spend on very decorative masks and uh, nerd-related masks, and so they they are have become a part of my personality and style now. Now, Joy, before I let you go, uh, describe one of these these high-end masks that you have. Uh, It is an Umbrella Corporation mask. It says, I'm part of the Umbrella Corporation, so... uh, (laughs) Totally feeding into that that virus. Joey, Joey, thanks so much. I appreciate take the time. I appreciate it. Joey and his high end mask. Uh, How many masks do you have, Sam? I'm curious. You know, Rose, I will say that uh, my wife and I bought a bunch at the start of the pandemic, and I have managed to hold on to most of those. So those are the ones that I'm using. But she has invested in some nicer ones over time. Yeah, I have about. 12. Yeah. And well, and, and, and honestly, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I've thought about this too. I've thought, am I going to buy more masks? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think the answer for me, that question is yes. Um, you know, I, I think it, we, it's interesting. We've had both these callers talk about kind of the, the social aspect of it too. I think that's going to be the hard part of this kind of next phase as people mm-hmm. do start to feel comfortable losing their masks. What are the settings in which they feel comfortable doing that? Sure. And, and, you know, kind of what does it signal about you, your beliefs, what, could it, you know, what could people misinterpret about you and your beliefs to not have a mask on? So I, I think that that's the really kind of complicated part of all of this. One of the very complicated parts of this. Yes, one of the. Let's head to Peachtree City. Allison, thank you so much for holding. Yes. Allison, have you ditched the mask? No, I have not ditched the mask. I, um, it's funny, I went out with my girlfriends for the first time. We've all been vaccinated. Our husbands have been vaccinated, and our 16-year-olds have been vaccinated. And we had a moment. We all hugged each other, and we had lunch outside. But when we went into the restaurant to get the food, we put our masks on. Hmm. When we came back out, we kept them on until we sat down together. Let me ask you this, Allison. What was that feeling like to be around your friends and so you all together and you all could hug and what was that moment like for you? Oh, it was it was absolutely amazing. Matter of fact, Nasty, you're gonna make me cry. Um, we did. We all got tearful because we hadn't we'd seen each other now and then, but we really didn't have a moment where we could just reach out to each other. And it was funny because at first it felt very like, Wow, this is a hug <laughs> <laughs> You know, that type of feeling. But um one of the reasons that I really wanted to call in was that um my husband's parents are both in ICU right now with mm-hmm. COVID. Oh, I'm so sorry. And Allison. my husband works for the CDC. So you can imagine he has worked tirelessly to try to convince his parents to get vaccinated. And they would not for their belief that the CDC count on COVID is uh, flawed, that the vaccine will harm them in some way, et cetera. He is one of eight children. Um, five are not vaccinated. Hmm. And uh, they had a Mother's Day event. Um, he was not present. It's in another state. 
and uh, no one wore masks because this freedom of the CDC saying that vaccinated people could remove their masks did not mean that unvaccinated people could remove their masks. But they took it that way anyways. And they had a Mother's Day event. And now his parents, I'm not sure his mother's going to make it so bad. And um, they were diagnosed. They got tested on Friday, diagnosed on Sunday. And mother was rushed to the hospital as of Tuesday. Father was brought to the hospital yesterday. Allison, first of all, I'm so sorry. We definitely wish the best for your husband's parents. Yeah. Um, you all hang in there, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, Sam, that is, uh, unfortunately, that is, we're still hearing stories about that. And, and you think about, we can maybe think about the age of, you know, our husband's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there have been a lot of folks who have, who were just hesitant because of an ideology that they believe that, the numbers, it wasn't that series or, the, or, you know, whatever. I don't want to get into all the different theories, but sure. I it's mean, real. Well, but the, and, and this is something that I've, you know, had public health officials talk to me about. It's just a major challenge to getting people vaccinated. There, There is a lot of misinformation about out there about the pandemic. There are some people who are just kind of, you know, where they're, how they're tuned is to not trust institutions. And I think that, you know, it's it, stories like that to hear are, are heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, I have friends who's who have lost parents. And I think that I'm really curious to see, you know, as these kind of tragedies play out, how that affects the people in those social situations around them, whether mm-hmm. or not having a family member get severely ill changes how someone thinks. Sean from Sandy Springs, thank you so much for holding uh, yeah, hi. This is uh, yeah, Hassan. How you doing, Rose? I'm doing all right. Um, wow, it's hard to to kind of have a conversation after that last caller, but I gotta yeah, ask that's you. Bad. Yeah, that's bad. have you have you ditched the mask? Um, no, not yet. I'm a DoorDash delivery driver. Oh, you so can't you can't driver. ditch the mask. <laughs> no, 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 I can't because I'm going into all these restaurants. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I deliver to hospitals and things like that. So, just I err on the side of precaution. Um, you know, for the sake of, you know, other people, too, because I don't want to breathe something in because I'm fully vaccinated. But mm-hmm. that doesn't, you know, you have to think of other people. That's my take on it, because, um, you know, it's still out here. Mm-hmm. You know? I think maybe when we get to like 70, 75 percent vaccinated, maybe I feel more comfortable. But for now, the mass stays, you know, hey. it's just as a precaution. I hear yeah. you. I understand that. So your lens, Rose, what do you think? You keeping yours on, man? Let me say, I got about I got about fifteen masks in my bag. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and and I have uh, folks in my family, um, older individuals that uh, I have not been able to to visit in St. Louis, and uh, right. I have some uh, adopted elders here who I I think of as mom and dad and grandparents, and so yeah. I, I want to yeah. protect them and, and everybody exactly. else. So you know, I, I have no problem saying that and. You know, it's a little hard sometimes when you're trying to play ball with the youngins, but, you know. Right, um, right, right. You know, although I, at my age, I just let them run up and down the court and I stay on one end at the basket and wait for the ball to come to me. But, no, I, right, I think, exactly. you know, that we're all just trying to do the best we can to not only protect ourselves, but to protect everybody else. And right. you stay safe out there, okay? All right. appreciate you. All right, now. Let's head out to coming real quickly. And I, is it is it Parag? Yes, hi, Rose. Hey, how are you? 
Good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Real quick, um, before I, I get to the next call, I want to get everybody in. Uh, have you ditched your mask? Um, no, and I don't intend to. Uh, though I'm vaccinated, uh, I, I don't think we should, at least in uh, public, uh, in a surrounding kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, should, it should be a hybrid approach, I think. Uh, if you are with friends who you know are vaccinated, you can ditch the mask. But if you are out in the public space, uh, you know, Kroger, Costco, wherever you go, mm-hmm. uh, you should definitely have the mask on. Uh, All right. I, I appreciate it. i got to let you go on that. Real quick, there, I want to get Mary in before we say goodbye. Mary from Roswell, have you ditched the mask? Is Mary with us? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay, Mary, real quickly, have you got rid, rid of your mask? Are you still hanging on to it? Um, I, it's kind of so-and-so. So I went to a restaurant, um, and I didn't have a mask. I feel like I've done my part. Um, I got vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. And, like, we have to kind of slowly get to sense mm-hmm. of normalcy. Um because, you know, we can't wear masks forever. And I completely feel comfortable wearing masks when I'm asked to. But I, I'm i just really excited that this vaccine is so effective that, All you know, right. the CDC wanted to make this big statement. And I'm, I'm just really excited about that. And I, I do wish people would focus more about how great these vaccines are. All right. Mary from Roswell, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who called in. Sam, I got about 10 seconds for you. Uh, your, I asked you about your takeaway. Where do we go next, you think, with this pandemic here in Georgia? I mean, I'm just curious how people's opinions uh, change on this particular topic over the next six months. I think we'll continue to see things shift. All right. That's it for this edition of Closer Look, which today was engineered by Shelly Canavy. Glad to have her back. And if you missed any of the day's program, it's online at wabe.org slash Closer Look. Stay tuned to 90.1 WABE, Atlanta's choice for NPR. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Local, state, national politics. WABE and NPR have the coverage you need. I'm Jim Burris, host of WABE's All Things Considered. Whether it's on the air at 90.1, streaming online, or connecting through our mobile app, WABE keeps you on top of election 2024 in what's sure to be a pivotal year in politics. And for candidates and ballot information, visit our election hub at wabe.org election 2024.